It's the Atlanta Grubber Podcast with surefire restaurant reviews from throughout the Atlanta metropolitan area. Hosted by Joe Duffy, there is a special focus on his home chomping grounds of Alpharetta and Roswell. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Atlanta Grubber and on atlantagrubber.com. Without further ado, here is your infallible restaurant whisperer, Joe Duffy. Welcome to episode six of the Atlanta Grubber podcast. First of all, just a little business to get out of the way. We're honored that we're already ranked 63rd in the top 70 restaurant podcasts you must follow in 2021. Now that uh, list includes anything that's restaurant related and worldwide. I looked over the list and it looks like the only restaurant reviews ahead of us. One is based out of London. Another one out of Santa Cruz, and then a third one kind of with an asterisk. It looks like it's kind of tongue-in-cheek from two comedians that eat chains and, and whatever. So I think I can honestly say we are the number two-ranked restaurant review podcast in all of America. And we're climbing. And I'm proud to be an American. Oh, those rankings via Feedspot. Also, when I first started this podcast, I wanted to get out a few episodes lickety-split so we can start showing up in search engines. Probably at this point, we'll try to get one out every two to three weeks, maybe a little more often. And if you do want them more often, which of course, why wouldn't you? Make sure you visit our sponsors, OffshoreInsiders.com, where you can get the best sports picks, whether it's March Madness, whether it's football season, the best betting picks in the world, OffshoreInsiders.com, tracing our roots back to the score phone days of 1980, and Duffy Sense, the sense as in aroma, DuffySense.com, S-C-E-N-T-S. This episode, I'm going to talk about a once hidden but no longer hidden gem, possibly the best barbecue in metropolitan Atlanta, plus a place that has to stop being a hidden gem when it comes to Italian pasta. Also, some of the best Cuban around. Where is the best place to get American Chinese and a whole lot more? Socks Love Barbecue, 1050 Buford Highway, Suite 104 incoming. Now, I already admitted in my last episode kind of the nerdiest part about being a food snob. I do like to kind of beat the crowds there, being able to say that, look, I was eating here way before the rest of the world discovered it. Already a few places that we reviewed, Big Dave's and Mitch's Meats qualify. In the case of Socks Love Barbecue, kind of, but not totally. I wrote these guys up in uh, Scoop OTP several years ago. They were open for about a month, but Socks Love started out as a caterer already with a cult following and word spread pretty quickly. So admittedly, when I did step foot in there for the first time, they already had quite the following. But at Scoop OTP, you know, there's maybe a a two-week turnaround by the time I hand in the article and by the time they post it on the site. I flat out made a special request to my bosses, uh, Suzanne and Michelle. Hey, can you get this article out as soon as possible? Our site is called Scoop OTP. I don't want to be scooped about this great restaurant OTP. Fantastic barbecue. It's only open Tuesday through Saturday for lunch, 11 to 2. As I said, the owner, Stephen Hartsock, he left a 15-year career in construction to start a catering company. So... I guess his catering company is doing quite well that he makes more than enough money during the uh, lunch run in order to keep this business going. And believe me, he does have a cult following. I'm really following a similar path to Fox Brothers and Meeting Street. Both of those places started out as uh, caterers before they opened up their hard copy. At Socks Love Barbecue, 
probably my favorite thing is the beef brisket. Yes, I've had Texas uh, barbecue. In fact, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law used to live not too far from a place that every single year makes the extremely prestigious Texas Monthly Top 50 uh, Texas Barbecue Restaurant. So I have had high-end Texas barbecue, beef barbecue, and this is right up there. In fact, the places I already mentioned, Fox Barbecue and Meeting Street, which is now known as Keenan's Pit Barbecue, the only two barbecue places in Georgia that I've had that put out um, meat of this quality brisket, that is. And yeah, also that place in Flowery Branch is very good, but I do think that's the big three. We have come a long way. I can remember in the early 1990s, Holt Brothers Barbecue in Norcross was the only place where you could get very good barbecue, but this is high quality, done right. It's tender and it's fatty, and if you're a barbecue hound, you know you don't want your brisket too lean, so just enough fat in the meat. I mean, beef is like a food critic. If there isn't some fat there, how good can it possibly be? Now, I should probably tell you what the philosophy of my podcast is, much like when I've written for both uh, Scoop OTP and The Current Hub. I like to feature the best of the best restaurants, as opposed to a traditional critic where I'll go out and... I'll report on a place, good, bad, or ugly. I'd rather focus on the best of the best here. So almost any place that I'm going to talk about, at least when it comes to being one of the featured reviews, what do I recommend there? Virtually everything. And such is the case here at Socks Love Barbecue. They're not just a one or two item wonder. You want some of the best pork barbecue you've ever had? <laughs> Yeah, I've had pulled pork at some of the highest rated places here in Georgia, uh, North Carolina, including Lexington, number one, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee, Ohio, Virginia, South Carolina, Sox Love Barbecue, possibly uh, top five, top three. Their pork barbecue is second to none, I can promise you. Daughter and I love the smoked sausage, uh, and, and trust me, my daughter loves sausage. She also was a big fan of uh, Meeting Streets, but the smoke, nice, really smoky taste to it. Uh, my wife particularly likes her poultry. I've enjoyed, and she's a big fan of their chicken and their turkey barbecue. Some places have either or, but Socks Love, one of the few that has both. And as Brian Keenan from Meeting Street always said, sides matter. I've been to some barbecue places where I really loved the meats, but the sides weren't all that great. Even uh, Ziegler's over there in Ackworth, some of the best meats I've ever had. I thought the sides were okay. Same for a place called Eli's in Cincinnati. I've seen them pop up on a lot of national lists. I would say the meats are very good. The sides were all right. Myron Mixon used to own a uh, barbecue restaurant. He's a famous guy on the barbecue competition circuit. Had pretty good pork barbecue. Not very good anything else, including the sides, but it's Socks Love. He's got the sides down, Pat. The OMG Mac and Cheese. Oh my God! What? I will agree with the masses that uh, the entire Salmon Dave's downline has perhaps the best mac and cheese in the metropolitan area. That includes Community Q, Dave Poe's, Sam's Number One, Grand Champion. They kind of uh, adjust the cheeses a, a little bit, but it's essentially the same recipe. However, don't talk to me about the best mac and cheese with at least trying Socks Love. As I said, 
The sides are very good as well. Now we Southerners, we cook our collard greens in fat back or some type of uh, meat. And there's definitely a little bit more of a meaty taste here to the collard greens, which is for me, it's very good. Uh, I'm a big collard green guy and Sox Love does it just right. There is some seating here, of course, we're hoping that the world returns to normal again, but big takeout place as well. Need to get back there and try the squash casserole, which they have once a week. Chicken wings, definitely also on my list to try. They have a couple different flavors, usually like once or twice a week. Y'all tired of eating that barbecue from up the street? Where to get you more sauce than to get you meat? I've said for years and years and years, if you want to start a fight among food snobs, the two best ways, number two would be to talk pizza. Number one would be to talk barbecue because everyone's married to their favorite style and whatnot. But when it comes to best barbecue in the entire greater Atlanta area, there is no question. Socks love barbecue must, must be in every single conversation. Juan Fernello, it is at uh, Hammond Drive and Peachtree Dunwoody Road, easy on, easy off of Georgia 400, just barely OTP near Pill Hill. Look, uh, unfortunately, a lot of us got to make it to Pill Hill. The three greatest days of my life were spent at Pill Hill. That's where my wife gave birth to our three kids. And uh, sometimes I got to go there for routine appointments and sometimes, you know, not always there for good reasons. But anytime you get in that hospital area, the place to go is Buon Fernello. And especially because it's a small cafe, mostly takeout, 15 seats. So they are definitely made for taking out if you want to take it back to the hospital or you just get in the area. This is worth trying from anywhere in Atlanta. They specialize in homemade pasta. The kitchen sink, probably the best thing I've had there so far. That dame's taken everything but the kitchen sink. It is described as a traditional Sicilian baked dish with spaghetti o pasta, Angus beef bolognese sauce, mozzarella, and topped with salami and parmesan. If there is a better bolognese pasta dish in Atlanta, please let me know. Now, I do know, you know, look, on my list nearby El Gallo, I've heard some great things about that. I will try that. But as far as bolognese dishes, holy smokes. And again, this is homemade pasta. Homemade pasta, highest quality. And of course, the bolognese sauce is homemade as well. Uh, the salami is imported. Of course, I'm a big fat boy. I added uh, some meatballs, which are pretty inexpensive. Added them as a topping as well. What a dish. Specta absolutely must get the kitchen sink. Also, I've had both the short rib and the lobster pastas. Both of them have a nice amount of meat. You can really taste the um, pasta. The superiority of the homemade pasta is quite evident. With the short rib ravioli, they specifically recommend the mushroom sauce. So do I. It's creamy, not too creamy, definitely not too thick, and just exploding with flavor, but perfectly complementing the high-quality meat. I'm thinking pasta. Some light apps. I know you won't let us down. Now, in addition to some prepared pastas, they got lasagna, whatnot. You can make your own. They've got a pasta bar. You can pick from among four pastas, nine sauces, meatballs, grilled chicken, shrimp. They've got two vegan slash vegetarian options. You can also go with just cheese 
Look, my friend Scummy Al, he and I used to eat at this place years ago, a place called Fat Max. Not to be confused with Fat Mats. This is M-A-C apostrophe S. Anyway, there was a place that had a pasta bar there, and Scummy Al to this day says, oh, I really miss that place. There's nothing like it in Atlanta. This is balderdash. As, as much as I agree with Scummy Al, I do miss that place. This is homemade, highest quality pasta. It does not get better than the pasta bar at Juan Frenello. So memo to Scummy Out, put down your damn entertainment coupon book. This is not coupon quality. This is top shelf quality. They also have some take and bake family options. Uh, you need, I really need to get back there, try their fried pizza like really, really soon. You know, if you were to put these dishes on a very fancy plate, uh, cloth napkins, a waiter who pronounces Italian things flawlessly, you could easily charge twice as much. Sort of kind of reminds me of this place, Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, hardcore foodies might remember it. It was in Hogan'sville, Georgia. It was a pizza parlor atmosphere, but yet their food was so ridiculously good. They closed down. I mean, after this podcast, I would uh, Google Hogan's Heroes, Chef Jeff Spader, read why it closed down. Kind of an interesting story here. But the point is, in what is really just a casual market in a public shopping center has some of the best pasta you're going to get. Forget about, you know, the fancy atmosphere. You don't need to do that. Juan Fernello, spectacular. Now to sound bites with news, notes, and quick hitters on Atlanta area restaurants. A lot more to tell you about. This segment is brought to you by DuffySense.com. S C E N T S. Although Duffy Sense is not an aromatherapy site, I'm just telling you, I've got some stuff in my office. These wonderful scents. It just helps relax me. Perfect. For the home, office, the bathroom, the car, etc. DuffySense.com, the best aromas. Stephanie Duffy is an authorized Sensi dealer. See the show notes for a link to the Facebook group where you can host a Sensi Facebook party. Mojito's Cuban American Bistro, it's at 35 South Peachtree Street in downtown Norcross. They open a second location in the Forum. Again, it's Mojito's Cuban Bistro. Don't confuse this with a place in Johns Creek with Mojito in the name. That place is pretty good, not quite as good as uh, what we're talking about. At Mojito's Cuban Bistro, probably my second favorite Cuban sandwich. What's my favorite? Well, make sure you listen to the previous episodes if you haven't already. Also, very good lechon asada, which is, you know, arguably like the proverbial Cuban dish. It's uh, roasted pork is what it means. Look, Norcross slash Peachtree Corners has a really good Cuban lineup. Um, some of the best Cuban in all the metropolitan Atlanta is in those two cities. If you are ever going to do a Cuban sandwich crawl, it will not be complete without Mojitos, Cuban American Bistro, which, like I said, the original location in downtown Norcross. Canton Cooks or Canton Cooks, however you want to call it. Now, we generally visit Canton Cooks number two, which is only a mile or two uh, north from the original. It's simply more convenient for us, duh. Canton Cooks 2 is at 6690 Roswell Road, Suite 410. So you got any Kung Pao chicken? 
Well, that kind of sums up what Canton Cooks is about. It is the best American. The key word here is the best American Chinese food. There are definitely places I like better for the real stuff. And while I do agree with my fellow food snobs, where a majority of them will tell you accurately so that real Chinese, especially Sichuan, is so much better, so much more dynamic and packed with flavor, too many of them, they seem to think that they're supposed to turn their noses up at Americanized Chinese it helps their credibility or something. Uh, authentic's arguably the most overused word by foodies. Look, as far as I'm concerned, American Chinese is authentic. It's authentic immigrant-inspired Chinese food. I reject the argument, uh, the implied argument anyway, that authentic food has to stop evolving outside its natural borders. Anyway, yes, since I was a little kid, I've always loved pepper steak. And my love of pepper steak in no way inhibits my ability to love cumin mutton and all the other great dishes, lion's head, and whatever my favorite quote-unquote authentic dishes are. Canton Cooks does American Chinese as well as anyone. I, you know, I'm not even a garlic fan, but as an appetizer, the garlic pork chops, one of my favorite appetizers around, blows me away. And, you know, moderately surprising, like I said, I'm not generally a huge garlic fan. And even the basic American staples, like uh, my son loves their chicken soup, their egg rolls are probably as good as you're ever going to get. So for good old-fashioned American Chinese, or some people might call it plain Chinese, the not-so-authentic stuff, Canton Cooks and Canton Cooks 2 does it as well, probably better than anybody in all of Atlanta. For the best dad jokes, it's heyabbyd.com. That's A-B-B-Y, heyabbyd.com. New Realm Brewery, 550 Somerset Terrace, Northeast in Atlanta. It's on the Atlanta Beltline. Of course, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that I love the Atlanta Beltline, and we started to become regulars there until the plague hit, oh, just about a year ago. But everything about it to like. They've got good food. I guess you could classify it as, quote-unquote, bar food. Good beer and a great view on their deck. Uh, there's a big upstairs that's inside and then a deck that's outside. Then they also have a pretty large dining room. A couple of their beers. Look, I'm an IPA guy, and who isn't? Hoptropolis IPA, not classified as a tropical IPA, but it's got some peach, pear, pineapple. Look, I'm only infallible when it comes to the accuracy of my recommendations. When it comes to telling you things like what's the difference between the, you know, all the different types of IPAs and one can an IPA be called a tropical IPA, I, I don't necessarily know. But th this is a good beer, also hazy like a fox in New England. IPA also with tropical fruits. Another great one. Now, we had the beer pretzel there. My wife loves her beer pretzels. She and I 100% agree. Her favorite chef, Todd Hogan at Branchwater, our favorite all over Atlanta. But this was a very good one, um, and it goes great with the beer. A lot of people don't realize most breweries, very much including New Realm, is definitely kid-friendly. Uh, the kids enjoyed their pizza the first time, or one of the first times that we did go there. Uh, I think we got some wings as well. The truth is... The first several times that I've been here, wasn't doing this podcast, and I was writing for a, an OTP publication, so I didn't really necessarily make note of everything I had, but it was one of those where, look, everything was good. Um, you know, as I said, kind of a bar menu, but the combination of a hangout on a beautiful day, go up on that deck, just a great view of the city. Got to pretend that was young again, kind of reminded me of East Village Grill, which... 
you know, when I was uh, hitting the town, that was perhaps the best place to have both of you and have a few beers. Of course, you know, I was drinking the big box beer back then. But New Realm, highly recommended for really everything. And on a gorgeous day, my goodness. And, and even on the um, street level, they have kind of a, a street level deck where if you're in the people watching, that would be arguably even better than going up on the uh, roof. Everything to like about this place, New Realm Brewery, right on the Beltline. The preferred charity of the Atlanta Grubber is Starhouse Foundation. That's at starhousefoundation.org. The Great Equalizer is an education. The Starhouse Foundation helps at-risk kids get an education after school program. There's also a summer camp program. Uh, these kids, uh, they all come from poorer homes, also getting free lunches. So much to love about the Starhouse. Again, volunteer your time volunteer and give money starhousefoundation.org supporting title 1 schools <laughs>